This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The following is a presentation of A's Cast, your free 24-7 nonstop destination for A's baseball. Go to athletics.com slash A's Cast to download the app. Restrictions apply. It's time now for the Bob Melvin Show, presented by Nest Betting. The three-time manager of the year sits down with Chris Townsend, exclusively on A's Cast. Visit nestbetting.com today. Here now is Chris Townsend. It's now time for the Bob Melvin Show, brought to you by nestbetting.com. Love where you sleep. And Bob, great to get a victory last night and get back into the win column and get rid of that uh, losing streak. Yeah, no doubt. You know, when you come off winning 10 in a row and then all of a sudden you lose five in a row, it doesn't feel too good. So, you know, I, I think not only we win yesterday, we played a really good all-around game. Uh, you know, we've been in a lot of these games and, and come up short toward the end of them. So it was nice to be able to get some good relief uh, toward the end of the game and some big hits along the way. You did say, and I agree with you, is that you've been in all these games, whether you take the winning streak or the losing streak, You've been in all of these games. It's not like you've been getting roughed up and getting blown out. And that's the one thing when I think about the five losses that in all five losses, you've been in all these games. Yeah. And, it, you know, you have to take some solace from that. You know, Aaron Brooks is a long guy in our bullpen. You would think during a stretch like this, at some point in time, he'd get in a game, whether it's when you're way ahead or, or you know, considerably behind. But we, you know, it, it kind of just shows you we, we've been in so many of these games that he hasn't even pitched. So. Uh, the bullpen's been worked a little bit differently depending on who needs a day off. Uh, there have been some pretty extreme workloads in the bullpen, so it was nice to be able to do it a little differently last night and still get a win. How tough is it to manage a bullpen in, in, in today's era versus when you first started as a manager? Well, you know, it's, it is a little more difficult based on the fact that, you know, if you're looking at it objectively, I guess, with the starting pitching these days, you you don't want them – you know, third, maybe a fourth time around the lineup, the numbers would show it gets a little dicey then. And now you're you're working a bullpen a little bit more. And when you're you're playing the games that we have here recently, and now you're playing an extra inning games, you're having to go with guys for, you know, you're used to pitching one inning and you have to go two innings with these guys. So it is a little bit differently, but you have to acclimate. That's just kind of where the game has gone. And talk about the emergence of Liam Hendricks, who – Obviously, you know, you use as the opener. This is a guy that last year was DFA. Next thing you know, he's starting in the playoff game. And right now, it looks like you're going to start using him in really key situations late in the game. Yeah, this has been, you know, probably the best he's pitched. Uh, you know, and that role last night was, was kind of new for him. We've kind of been incrementally moving him back some and giving him a uh, responsibility late in games and then you know we, we want to give Lou Trevino a, an extra day yesterday so all of a sudden the eighth inning pops up and not only does he have to pitch the eighth he has to pitch against the you know the top of their lineup uh, so it, it was a little bit different for him but he came through it yesterday and becoming more, like you said a more more prominent role in our bullpen. How key was it yesterday to be able to give Lou, Tre- Lou Trevino more time? 
it was because, you know, he felt good enough to pitch, but, you know, we probably don't have Blake tonight, you know, but based on his workload and, and we, we don't want to go into games where we don't have either of those guys. So I think it worked well that, that we did, we're able to give him a day off and, and, you know, he's been pitching quite a bit, one plus and two innings, which is, which can be tough when you're doing that often. Um, so, you know, we'll have him available tonight and probably Blake down. So, you know, you have to cycle these guys in and out based on the workloads. How about Frankie Montas? We were talking about in spring training with you, whether he was going to make the rotation or not. He has been your best starter. What's it been like for you as a manager to watch this guy grow? Yeah, it's been great. And, and, you know, I've always been a big fan of his, you know, you, you look at the stuff and, you know, he's got movement with 97, 98, and it was all about coming up with some off-speed stuff and, and being less predictable with the fastball, and that's exactly what he's done. And now you see, you know, a guy with, with a great ability having the confidence, you know, that, that he has right now and, and pitching, as, you know, as well as really anybody in the American League to an extent. So he, he's kind of been our, our, our most consistent guy, and, and you, you understand it once you see the stuff. You know, he does all the other things, too. He shuts down the running game. He's quick to the plate, which, you know, you, some of the starters have difficulty doing that. There's just a lot of intangible intangible things that he does, you know, along with, uh, with obviously, the plus stuff. And, and, and last night, that battle against Mike Trout was just epic. Two Warriors going after it. What is it like for you managing against Mike Trout, who really is probably one of the best players you've ever competed against? Yeah, it's tough. You always know where he is in the lineup, and and you, you, it's the one guy in their lineup you want to make sure doesn't have a chance to beat you. You know, sometimes it doesn't work out that way where you have to pitch to him. But you know, with Otani behind him, and he's he's you know a pretty good little hitter himself and hits from the left side. Um, you know, sometimes it's difficult to do. But it, it, that that matchup really wore him out. You know, it was 13 pitches, and he was cruising along pretty good to that point. And I wasn't really even thinking about bullpen in the seventh at that time. I was going to let him pitch the seventh. Um, but then that 13 pitches, then Otani goes deep. You know, he kind of wore him out a little bit. And Otani got a good pitch to hit. Calhoun lines out. So it was time for Frankie to come out of the game. But, you know, sometimes, uh, you know, in a bat like that, out of a guy like that, you know, you end up putting him on base, but you're just glad he didn't get a, a ball in the zone that he could hit out of the ballpark. You know, it's shocking to me when you when you talk about Otani, you know, there were scouts who are like, I don't know if he can hit at this level. And now that we've watched him at 6'4", he's about 210, can run. I, I, he is legit. And you we, we, we know what he did as a starting pitcher. But talk about Otani as an offensive player. I can't believe there were scouts who thought he couldn't hit at this level. No, he definitely can. Hits right in the middle of the order, hitting in the two spot, and has Mike Trout's back. And it makes Mike Trout better. Uh, to have somebody like that and you know I was a little skeptical come on you know a guy coming to the to the you know the major leagues and he's going to be a, a, a two-way star you know we really haven't seen that but we also saw him almost throw a no hitter against us and then emerge uh, to the hitter that he is with power and patience and the whole bit so he's the real deal and you know at some point in time they're going to get him back on the mound they're going to be a lot better because of it. Ramon Laureano has the longest hitting streak in baseball. He has the longest on base streak in baseball. What is it about Ramon Laureano where the light seems to have turned on for him offensively? Well, I was just making some adjustments. And in the second year is always the, the most difficult. You know, last year looked pretty easy for a rookie coming in, doing the things that he was doing for us, both offensively and defensively on the base path. 
you know, he helps you win games a lot of different ways. And then you come into that second season, now they're pitching you a little bit differently. They're not giving you good balls to hit. They're trying to see if you'll chase. And if you do, uh, they're not going to throw the ball in the zone to you. So, you know, it's all about him making him throw it in the zone, making the adjustment he's doing right now, and his talent level's taking over. So he's he's a pretty special kid. Yeah, I think about your outfield defense. What a luxury that is when you think of what – Ramon Laureano does covering so much ground and even like Steven Piscotty with the huge catch in the sixth inning yesterday. Talk about your, we, we've talked a lot about your infield defense because the gold gloves talk about your outfield defense. It's been spectacular this year. It really has. And it, you know, it started with us bringing Ramon in last year, um, you know, to have a true center fielder who, you know, obviously with the cannon for an arm, you don't see guys throwing, throwing guys out a lot from center field. It's the most difficult position to do it. And I think Steven's really underrated as an outfielder in right field. He's made so many big catches for us. And, and yesterday's kind of apropos of the way he's played for us since he's been here. And you know what? Robbie Grossman's done a nice job in left field for us, too. And Chad Pinder is a terrific outfielder. You know, we have Mark Canna that can play center and give Ramon a day off. So, you know, it's, it's, it's defense, the totality of, of, of our defense that, that I think uh, maybe gets overlooked a little bit. You know, you look at the infield and you see the gold gloves and what Marcus has done and then, you know, kind of overshadows the outfield play some. We have some guys that can really cover some ground, do a good job out there. How tough is it for you? You just mentioned two guys, Chad Pender and Mark Canna. How tough is it for you to get them the at-bats they probably should get? Yeah, it is tough. And, and it really it's just a luxury to have guys like that you know, that probably could in other spots could play every day. You know, we target them at least right now uh, to give some guys some days off against righties, but, but be our lefty killers. And we just haven't seen many lefties here recently. And that's why, you know, at least in Chad's case that he hasn't played a whole lot, you know, it's tough to do. You don't want him to go too long without getting some reps, but it starts to loosen up for him starting tomorrow. And then when we have the four games in Texas, uh, it looks to be all righties right now, but, Chad's going to get in a couple of those games because we're not going to play everybody in the doubleheader as well, and we'll try to give some days off. So uh, it loosens up some for him. Mark was great in taking over for Chris Davis, but the, the schedule starts to, to work in his direction here coming up too. So uh, it's just nice to be able to have two guys like that that you can either plug in off the bench during the game or, or you know you're not going to lose a whole lot starting them. Let's end on this. I, I think about your ball clubs and when you've had really good teams, they've really taken off in June. How big is this road trip for your team as we're right in the heart of June right now? Yeah. You know, I think it just for us to play a little bit more consistently, you know, last road trip based on the one that we had before that, which was terrible. I think we, we, we kind of knocked away some of the demons from the, the previous road trip, had a good road trip last time. You know, and we we started off good at home and, and didn't play very well toward the end. So I think we're we're just trying to put the the five game losing streak from the rearview mirror, uh, play a little bit more consistently, and that probably starts with this road trip. And then I think every road trip, you know, is, it, we'll be talking about the same thing as the season goes along. Great stuff, Bob. We appreciate it. We'll see you down at Anaheim. All right, Tanny. Thanks. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.